Hey, Devin. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about this episode. Um, you heard my conversation with my husband. <laughs> Stu has all the tea, always. <laughs> yes, he loved it. So now we're back with a little bit more of an it, more in-depth analysis. Um, and you recently were our boots on the ground <laughs> at Scandival's concert. So please tell me about your experience seeing Tom Sandoval and the most extras live in concert. God bless. Let me preface this. I did not spend money on these tickets. <laughs> I did not give that man one penny. We went to a watch party and they were giving away tickets for free. <laughs> and course. then my friends and I were talking shit like, who would even want to go to that? Ew, that's so stupid. And then lo and behold, I win the tickets. So I'm like, so we have to go. So this lady in front of us paid $50 for her tickets. Oh my God. But they dropped to 15 We pull up. We were late. There was nobody there. And they were giving them away for free outside. It oh was God. vacant. It was like a decent sized venue. It's headliners in Louisville. It's decent size. Not a soul in there, which is actually they, great. I guess my question, how are they booking these venues? Is it like that loan that he took that he took out? Is it Mrs. Sandoval's money that they're paying to book? I mean, if so, that's insane to like pay a bunch of money to like book the like that's crazy. Um, I don't. It was crazy. Like, I mean, that's a good thing because the bathroom line and the bar line oh, is yeah. was perfect. It was the most horrifying thing I've witnessed. We ran into some Sandoval groupies. They're from Atlanta, and they went to like two shows prior, and they followed him. And we were trying to talk to her, but then she started defending Sandoval. Oh my god! And we're like, bitch. She's like, he's just a great guy. He everyone makes mistakes. And then apparently he pulled on this kid up backstage and like who was sick. And then she he was like, This is a great kid, whatever. She's like, Oh, I was crying because he just like made that kid's day. He looks up to Sandoval. I'm like, he's he should what? <laughs> he shouldn't. But I sent you all the videos. It was just the most off-key performance. He was like, he screams in that same note the entire yes. time. I feel like my favorite performance was Hey Ya. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And, and like this song was Muse. And he just, he thought it was like a rock star. He ripped off his shirt. Yeah. He was like jumping all over the crowd. He did a stage dive and everyone just moved out of the way. Okay. He didn't know what he was doing. So I saw the one video you sent me where y'all are like super close up. You're, you're like right by him. And so here's what I want to know is when he does that, does the crowd like erupt at all? Or is everybody just kind of like, Oh, here he comes. Like what, what was like the vibes? It was half and half. Cause in that video okay. I sent you, I didn't realize until the very end, this girl is like rubbing his yes. abs. And I was like, Oh my God. There were some people that were screaming, but then the rest of us were just like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, I feel like it, he's literally trying to be Harry Styles, but yes, with like no original music, like to be a touring cover band, I personally think is insane. Like, and the way he had the iPad with the lyrics. <laughs> yes. Which that's like, that's only a normal thing. If you're like playing a song for like, kind of like the first or second time as a band and like, yeah. you're like needing to like, you're not off book yet, but that is insane he, for cover songs. Even the background singer, she was like off key as well. And then nobody really cared to be there in the band. 
And then that whole Schwartzy's mom thing, I, th- I think it's so weird. I think it's but really weird. But he kept weird. changing the lyrics, but we like, what the fuck are you saying? We can't even hear you. Yeah, and then he waited. I- it was just odd. And then I'm happy I did not pay a single cent. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? I'm horrified. So tell me more about that. What was the trivia question or whatever that you like won the tickets? How did you win the tickets? Oh, so it was just like a raffle. They're like, Put oh. your name down, and then you can get these tickets. And I'm just like, well, let me just do it, just in case. And then I won. And I was like, what the fuck? They also had trivia that night, too. The trivia was actually really hard. Really? They, like, it wasn't just normal stuff. Like, the first question was, what does SIR stand for? And we're like, all right, that, that's fine. That, that's easy. Yeah. And then it was like, on episode three, season <laughs> of season four, what color shoelaces was Sheena wearing? We're like, wait, what the fuck? It was like weird <laughs> like that and we're just like let me think about it yeah that's funny I love that though I would I think I would personally like ace bravo trivia oh yeah it's like like, my favorite thing yeah well even if you like don't know the answers if you're a real bravo fan you can deduce (laughs) exactly like there was one about like the photo shoots like what, what what was the big season finale oh. for the first like three seasons and everyone was like what is it and I was like wait they always do that it's stupid like shoot. photo shoot yeah but it was just a time to be alive I didn't want to be there but we all got really drunk and had a great time well good that's I'm I love that you were able to do that he he did not come to Dallas he's scared of us but <laughs> James yeah. Kennedy came to Dallas while I was in Vegas so we kind of like swapped spots I was pissed because I would love to see DJ James Kennedy live and apparently it was really lit because like so those promo videos he keeps posting um those were all like in Dallas oh he was like he like took over a club it was crazy but so Sandoval at the like around the same time that James Kennedy was here he was like down in Houston and Austin and that's where I guess he was hanging out with that girl (laughs) he refused to go to Dallas he was yeah yeah he was like, I'm scared of those bitches, which ugh, he should be. But um, I just, I really can't get over the fact that he's like touring as a cover band. I'm like, so he doesn't have a single original song that they perform, right? No, not at all. And then apparently he texted Brittany, Jax's wife. Yeah. He, I, I guffawed and he said, you can get free passes, free passes. Yeah. It was literally... <laughs> $15 and the merch stand was so embarrassing, but it was $15, $17 if you had a credit card. Cause uh, be- <laughs> no, I was like, what the fuck? So cheap. So ratchet and cheap. I was like, Sandoval. And then they had like, the parking lot was empty. They're like $5 for, for parking. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? $5 oh for parking. I just parked on, on the street and went home. It's so stupid. That is insane. Wow. Okay. So since the, like, all three parts of the reunion airs, aired, I've been noticing this, like, weird uptick in people, like, defending Raquel. Have you Ugh. seen that on the interwebs? Oh, yes. That stupid lady on Twitter. She was like, oh, my God. I'm I'm appalled that Bravo let these individuals abuse this poor woman. When Ariana said that she was nothing, I almost started crying as an empath, which is the first thing. <laughs> if you say as an empath, everything else you say goes out the window. She goes, 100%. I felt so bad for her. But I do feel like that 
James and Lala maybe did Ariana a little bit of a disservice. Really? They just kept they, they just kept just like harping, 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 harping on Raquel, which I loved. I loved it. But they could have just let Ariana just tear her up and then maybe come in. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought think- it was entertaining, but I can totally see how if it was just Ariana, the crowd wouldn't have been so like James and La- James and Lala are so mean. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. And then yeah, I saw another thing. I, I just but I did love the reunion. I mean, because maybe because I'm I'm a bitch. I loved all of it. I would have said worse to her. Yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> I would have, I would have beat her ass. <laughs> I would have like brought I would have brought her family into it. I would have brought like I would like I would have gone off. <laughs> like I would have like, been exactly i took it as both to hell (laughs) well because here's the the thing about lala um specifically lala and james i'm like Mm. gonna i'm gonna defend them a little bit only because one i like the i think what triggered me the most watching the full season was the way that raquel kept like scapegoating lala and like calling her like projected onto her calling her a mistress Mm -hmm. and like calling her a bimbo and just like constantly bringing up her like you know sexual missteps so to speak and so that like I kept watching the season knowing about Scandaval that is what like made me like rage as a viewer Mm -hmm. so I actually felt like Lala deserved her moment to be like you are all the things that you've been calling me all season and like you deserve to sit here and like atone for it which she didn't she never like backed down on the things she said about Lala even though she did way worse things and Lala I loved that she was able to be like hey I am friends now with my ex's ex-wife like she and I are really close and like raise our children together so if she can look at me and say like you are manipulated you are not a mistress you're not a homewrecking whore then like why can't y'all I loved that I thought that that was like really exactly important for the audience to hear as well now James I think that people are really and this is something Lala has been saying on some podcasts I think that people are really like losing sight of the fact that Raquel and James were fucking engaged yeah, exactly. Like they were going to start a family <laughs> together, and that the Tom Sandoval spent thirty thousand dollars to help them with their proposal when he should have been, I don't know, funding the bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and there's a lot of speculation about that too. A lot of people think that the affair started like way back then, mm-hmm. um, and then other people are just saying like, well, he did that just to like insert himself into a situation that didn't involve him, and he just like wanted more airtime which honestly sounds more like Sandoval to yeah me. it sounds more like Sandoval like, I, I his, go ahead like don't get, get, get me wrong I am to- totally for team James Lala and Ariana just like eviscerating that bitch but I do see where people were coming from but I was like you know what I don't give a fuck if that would have been me I would have beat her ass every single day like yeah. if I had my morning coffee, I would just like if I would, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, it's time to go over to Raquel's house. Yeah, knock knock. <laughs> knock knock. Time to punch her in the face. Even Sandoval too. Like I like they could have gotten worse. Katie should have gotten worse too. For sorry, should have said worse to Sandoval because he has been on her neck since season, season one. one, episode one. Yeah. For no reason, actually, as I was like, oh, Katie needs to have her moment. (laughs) Because Sandoval, okay, Sandoval wanted 
possession of all these people. Not just he wanted to possess Ariana, he wanted to possess Raquel, and he wanted to possess Schwartz. And exactly. now, like he's only got Raquel. And so now we're seeing more of his like true colors come out on that couch. But like I definitely think that, you know, like he wanted to have Raquel and Ariana both and wanted to have like I I said this in the last episode with Stuart like I think that he wanted to continue on with this public relationship with Ariana Mm. but have Raquel on the side and just keep it that way and I think he thought that like that um, Ariana trusted him enough and Raquel was like gullible enough to carry that on and then I think he also like ultimately wanted Katie and Schwartz to get divorced I think oh they always did yeah they all wanted Katie out of the picture yeah I honestly feel like if he did not drop his phone at that concert they would they're such liars they would not have told Ariana they would have kept that shit going absolutely and okay so what did you think about the thruple revelation The fact that she's so dumb, she was like actually serious. She was so serious. She, she's like, I thought that maybe, you know, I love Ariana. I love Tom. We could totally do that. And she, she was like, Tom just wasn't going for it. Like, are you insane? Imagine if like one of your best friends was like, hey, um, I fucked Stuart like twice before. Do you think that it would be okay? <laughs> the way that I would just immediately like go, I would be in a homicidal rage. I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to jail. But Alexa played jail by Kanye West. She's actually going to do it. No, stop. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her go, you know, do like, a little spinny thing. Like, no, don't do it. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh, I'm so like I thought that that was really eye-opening and interesting for the viewer to see that because mm-hmm. I think that that shows kind of like first of all like how in the weeds this was like I'm seeing a lot of criticism from people also saying things like people cheat like I don't understand like whatever and to that I say you're actually stupid because like, that's different that is yeah. people don't cheat <laughs> you're yeah. not supposed to yeah <laughs> Well, but also, like, cheating is one thing, but this is, like, so beyond just, like, cheating. This is, like, fucking somebody in your house who you're friends with while you're at your grandma's funeral. That is bananas. That's not cheating. That is, like, diabolical shit. Yeah, it's major betrayal. Like, so beyond just, like, stepping out of the relationship when it's somebody you're friends Mm -hmm. with, when it's in your house, when it's under your nose. All these things are, like... And like with again James's ex fiance, oh yeah, just got back. Hold on, let me pause. Yeah, they had just broken up, like really when the affair started, which I don't think is. I think that they maybe this is me putting my like tinfoil conspiracy theory hat on. I think they maybe were fucking a little bit before when James and her were together. I think that's definitely it's definitely possible that they had. Like, I think if that's the case, then I think that there's a little tiny truth nugget to the story they've spun. And maybe they did fuck one time back then. Mm. And then it picked up when they're saying that it started. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because exactly. Because they were really harping on that narrative of like, it happened once and then not again for a long time. And it's like, maybe that is true. But just the timeline that they provided surrounding that is not. 
And that's still like, that was making me so angry. That's that's oh, probably, dude. people were wondering why people were so triggered and why people were so up in arms about Sandoval. It's not just a cheating scandal, but the way that he was just gaslighting and just, because that reminded me of my like ex. He was like, mm-hmm. we, weren't, we weren't fucking. We, we fucked one time. I go, that's yeah, literally the same fucking, fucking thing. Like, what but are you I, talking I about? I when Lala goes, whoa, were you making love? <laughs> yeah. They need to have the uncensored reunions for everything oh yeah that was insane it was so good but the one thing that kind of pissed me off is that they were showing the clips from previous seasons and they were uncensored i go just give us the whole season uncensored then yeah because it hits different when it's uncensored oh for sure and it wouldn't it's not that much of like an extra thing because don't wouldn't you just you should cut it raw and then yeah. save that version and then edit it and, you know, take the bleeps out, but yeah. or put the bleeps in. But I don't understand why that it's not like some huge overhaul. And just put it on, on Peacock. And I think now Peacock realized people love the uncensored shit because that's why yeah. they had the, had the new Jersey reunion uncensored. Well, I think it's really like important because there is so much talking over each other and Mm -hmm. so when one person says fuck while somebody else is talking and then there's a bleep then you don't hear what the other person said so it provides more context (laughs) jersey is way worse than vanderpump rules vanderpump rules is more like because once somebody starts raising their voice they start to listen on vanderpump like that's why lala keeps yelling it's because it works I wasn't your best friend, ho. I'm like, that is great. That is. She's exactly right. She's exactly. exactly right. I don't get what's not like clicking about like, or that's also, okay. So here's the thing about Raquel here. Or here's my question for you about Raquel. Do you think that she's that stupid or do you think she's calculating or both? Cause I kind of feel like both can coexist, but I don't know what to what level. I feel like both can coexist because I was getting annoyed that people are like, she, they keep trying to like infantilize Raquel. Yes. When we're the same fucking age. Yes. I am literally <laughs> the same age as her. She is two months older than me. Like she's, she is so like in like, tries to do this whole, whole like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's her privilege she has as like the white woman. Cause I feel like if it was like Faith, she mm-hmm. would not get that same kind of shit, even though like Jax is worse. But with Ra- with Raquel, she's just like trying to. She doesn't have any media training, so she's just trying to yeah. say all the stupid shit. But Tom's allies are fucking idiots, like Schwartz yeah. and Ra- and Raquel. So when they're saying shit, he's looking over at them like that's not in the script. Yeah, because if I was Raquel, I would be like, I was manipulated. I went to. Yes a facility this older man took advantage of me and told me all this stuff but she's like no blah 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 blah. like her and james fucked yeah like she's just not pulling at the right straws and it's like they fucked one time at the very beginning of your relationship not at not 10 years in multiple times like and lala was like like said like we were both early into our relationships and i personally like think that that's a completely different that's thing totally when you're different. like when you're like less than 6 months in like whatever come on now yeah, because, I mean, at that point, you really don't know where it's going. You don't know if it's, like, 
you, you don't know how serious it is at that point, even if it feels really serious, because mm. I mean, you can be, I mean, look at what's going on with Tom and Ariana. It's like, you can be with somebody for a few months and like really not know anything about them. And I'm saying that as somebody who got engaged after five months <laughs> and you had your wedding planned after like, before you got engaged, you had yeah. your wedding already planned. Then yeah. you booked everything. I'm just like, <laughs> Venue booked, DJ booked before I had that <laughs> ring on my fi- finger, but I was with him to when he purchased the ring, so I knew it was coming. And I got discounts, okay? End of the year discounts. That's what it was about. But yeah, I just think like it when it's like early in the relationship and you're just dating, like you're still like feeling things out and you're still feeling exactly. out like, is this going to work, whatever. But once people are living together, you know, like that's a completely different so oh yeah, once you share a dwelling, that's completely different. And then oh, yeah. I, I hate the people who maybe just didn't watch the show. Yeah. They're like, well, they all cheated. Why are they harping on Tom and um Raquel? They're being hypocrites. I go, but that's like it's different because this is like more in depth. I need like a map to explain it. Like yeah. James cheating on on Kristen is completely different then and who cares who gives who, a fuck who is defending Kristen Doty and like, like when he kept was, bringing her up oh my god when Sandoval kept bringing up Doty and they're like who the fuck he's not even on the show Doty. anymore she's not even on the show anymore and literally like I, I she punched James in the face after like going off with a guy that she was like gonna cheat yes. on him with in front of him so I'm like I don't really like think that bringing up how James treated Kristen is like a great example. The way they were both disgusting together. Oh yeah. (laughs) We thought it couldn't get worse than Tom and Kristen. And then she brings James James, in and then you're like, fuck. Yeah. And and then Carter's terrible. She just like, she just was like, that was literally her shtick was being in the worst relationship on the show. I forgot about Carter. Unemployed, no job, just like such bopping around the city. I forgot about Carter, the biggest fucking loser on the show ever, ever. Ugh, so gross, and was just so like condescending to her. Like, did not like her, but had the nerve to not, to be like a bitch to her when she was like funding the entire operation. Like, yeah. you're not gonna be an asshole to me when you don't have a job and you're living with me. Yeah, just insanity. So, okay, so we have established that we think that Raquel is both calculating and stupid. But I think, like, what I found the most striking about her at the reunion and watching it both, like, twice, once when it aired and then once on Peacock Uncensored, is that I was just so struck by how cold and stoic she was while Ariana cried. Like, Tom breaks down and cries when Ariana is crying. And I actually think that was the only time his tears were real in, like, this whole thing. I do think that when when Ariana broke down crying, saying, like, what got her through or whatever, I I don't – or that was in episode one. Um, I don't know. She broke down crying when they were, like – when she was, like, I can't think of two worse people. Mm -hmm. And Raquel is literally just, like, looking at her. and and had more emotion. No emotion. It was no emotion at all. It was chilling because I think I really think that's the only time that Tom's tears have been real and not like theatrical or like used to manipulate. That was the only time I was like, oh, he actually looks like he feels bad or maybe just at least like hurts watching her hurt something. Um, But nothing from Raquel. 
She cried more when she got age out of pageants. Yeah. And she cried more after um the the final scene, like the big yeah. revelation, because she didn't even cry when Sheena was crying. She was like, I guess I should write Sheena a letter. That's so I weird. was like, are you, what? Are you trying to be funny? Well, and then afterward, <laughs> after they said all these horrible things to her that people like got all up in arms about, she's laughing and kicking with Sandoval in the green room. With their two-piece Zara dress with the tags still on with it. With the tags still on. I'm like, that thing was $53. I just know it. The way that the entire bar, when we watched the reunion together, we all like gasped and said, and Yuna said, it's two pieces. <laughs> I, it's so funny. I thought the exact same thing. But I also, I can't get over her always wearing the same color. Yeah, that like mint green. Yes. <laughs> She's like worn exactly that on a reunion before. I'm like, what are you doing, lady? But, um, okay, so what do you think is wrong with her without we're gonna put on our psychiatry caps and disclaimer we don't we do not have um educational backgrounds in psychology <laughs> however both of us go to therapy weekly so, <laughs> so i know a couple things yeah i feel like her parents are odd mm-hmm. there's something going on with her parents because yeah. i feel like they even said that they would pull her from the show if yeah. things got too much. And even she's like in her like mid twenties. That was back then. They said yes. they would pull her from the show. But I just, yeah. I don't know. And then isn't she from, she's from Arizona, Arizona. or you, okay. Cause if she was from Utah, it would make all the sense in the world. Cause right. people are weird. Yeah. But with, I don't, I can't put, cause I don't want to like, I can't put my finger on what the fuck is wrong with her. Cause even then when she's with James, She'd be like, I'm not stupid. You think I'm stupid? And James made a face like, uh. Like, obviously. Because <laughs> I've, I've been rewatching the older seasons. Um, it went at Rochella when they made her do like a speech. Mm-hmm. Like and a, she cried. a toast. And she like cried and broke down. And then the next day when she was crying to James about it, I was like, oh, I feel bad for her. Even yeah. though, like, I just watched this whole scandal thing. I just felt bad because she was like, I would never be good at talking to people. And I was like, cry and break down. I think she has some sort of, like, social anxiety. Very much, yeah, anxiety, which does not excuse fucking your best friend's husband. No, well, not at all. My partner. But I just, she's just odd. She's actually scary. Yeah. And I totally agree with, with Lala when she said Sandoval is dangerous. But I think yes. that's. Raquel is dangerous as well. I would not want to be in like an alley with her and she runs at me at like full speed. She's like six feet tall. She's horrifying. I would not want to be anywhere near her. She reminds me of an emu. (laughs) Doesn't she just kind of have like like big bird vibes? Yes. I don't know if you... You watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they call D a bird. And that's kind of what like Raquel reminds me of. Like I just cannot put my finger on what is wrong with her. But it's like this person makes me uneasy. I don't yeah. No, she's actually like she she does like send like make the backs of the hairs on the back of my neck stick up where I'm like, what she's so vacant it when Ariana is crying and like, I, I think she truly doesn't, like, get it because, A, wanting to be in the thruple, and then, B, like, when she said in one of her one-on-one interviews, she said, like, I 
I did think that things were going to be okay. And I did think that there was going to be like a path forward for me and Ariana. And like, so those things are what really stick out to me of where I'm like, you're like disconnected from reality. Yeah. Like she just like lives in her own world, which people do. Yeah. But it's just like, she has no, like again, social cues. Yeah. Like people were trying to like, people of course were trying to die, die. Ignores her. People are like, oh, you're being ableist calling her stupid. Like, shut the fuck up. That's not true. Yeah. I, I I have an issue with the people who are like diagnosing her as like ASD. Um, I know. I did see that. I, I'm seeing that a lot. And I, I t- take a little bit of issue with it for a few reasons. One, I have a lot of people in my life that are on the autism spectrum. And to me, I feel very differently about like the the things that are sticking out. I do know that her, yes, her lack of social cues is something that is sticking out and mm-hmm. then her not wanting to do like public speaking, those kinds of things I understand. But um, at the same time, I think that there is a possibility that there are other, like those are symptoms of a lot of different disorders. And if those are the two things that people are like picking out and saying like, oh, she's definitely autistic. I have an issue with that because um, number one, I think that like in my experience with people with autism um, and my little brother has autism, technically Asperger's, but that guy's a Nazi. So we say, (laughs) so we say (laughs) autism now. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Technically my little brother is Asperger's, but we don't attach him to the Nazi man. Um, But essentially like they have a really strong, like moral code. Um, They like have a really like strong sense of morality. That's like part of it. And like something I relate to, I have OCD and like, it's a very similar thing of like always trying to like behave and like do Mm -hmm. the right thing. And like, it's like a perfectionism kind of thing. And I don't see that from her based on this. Exactly. It's like what, when you, you said that, I was like thinking about how people get on my nerves and they're just like, oh my God, I'm so OCD. I need to have all of my plates yeah. in a row. I'm just like, listen, <laughs> that is not, not that that's not what that means, but you do yeah. what you do. Well, and I think that's what people are doing to Raquel with exactly. her like fear of public speaking and things like that. It's like, oh, autism. That's what it is. Stamp. And it's like, we really don't know that. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's just as likely that she has like borderline or like, because Mm. I, I do think the insidiousness of the the way that she was able to lie with a straight face um, to people really close to her include, especially Sheena. I think that that conversation with Sheena, when they're like doing craft jewelry or whatever, um, I thought that that, that sticks out to me as being like something not as, you know, surface level as like autism it's something that is deeper with like the way that she like operates because it's it's something that is causing her to be able to manipulate and be good Mm -hmm. at it and people with autism are not good at manipulation like the way that she was just like i would like watch her in action the way that she asked ariana about their Mm -hmm. sex life after She's already been fucking Tom. Dude. I mean, again, full body chills. Like watching that, I was like, I I wonder what, I wonder if Ariana, I I think if, when I found out about Tom and Raquel, if I were Ariana, that would be the first thing that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. It was that conversation. 
like I wonder if that just like made so much sense to her as soon as she found everything out because it like did it all just like came like, up like to like a revelation yes. like oh shit boom 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 yeah well and I think her doing that on camera was the most bonkers thing I think if we had heard about them having a conversation like that after the fact we would have been like oh my god that's so diabolical but her her balls to do that on camera um like assuming that it was never gonna come out is I think like what that kind of like shows because also I wonder if that was rogue like I, I don't think she she p- got permission from Tom. Yeah, to yeah have I don't that think Tom wanted. I don't think Tom liked that at all. I don't think Tom gave her any sort of leeway. Yeah, for that. So, and then, uh, what do you think about her going back for her final interview? What do you think that like? Do you think that that was like sunk the ship of their relationship, or do you think Tom's gonna like give her a pass? What do you think? I think it sunk the ship because she even said he is gonna kill me. For yeah. saying this, like about the whole like, because his big thing was no, we did not have sex when mm-hmm. Ariana went away for the funeral, and then she was like, we did. Well, she didn't like flat out say it, but she's like, it just looks so bad. Yeah, and, she and that's what out. made her cry. That's what made her yeah. cry is she said it's a bad look, and I thought that that was an insane phrase to use for her to say it's just a really bad look to have sex with your friend's boyfriend, especially while they're in their house while they're out of town for a funeral of all things. And like, that's, that's what, what made that's her what makes you sad. It's just insane to me that she's like, it was a bad look. Bitch. That's that, like, that's how is that what you're thinking sad. about? Like what? You can't even say like, it's a really hurtful thing to do. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, a bad it's look a on me. Thing to do. Like, yeah. Centering herself again, just like in her, like, in her statements that she released when they like mm-hmm. when it first came out and she's like i'm not a victim but yeah but, but this happened and this is like sheena looks like even though i loved sheena when she was in the little van doing her white claw yes she's like oh my god she the way that sheena really like stuck up for raquel the entire time and raquel yeah. did not feel bad at all for sheena crying and honestly I don't really, if I was Katie, I really wouldn't accept Sheena's apology. Really? Because she was like, well, like what Raquel was telling me, but she, but Katie was like, yeah, but like, I'm your friend. And I was telling you this too, but now you realize that I'm not lying once all this shit comes out. I think that, I think Sheena had a point though, because I think that Raquel, this is where her like manipulation, I think really comes up because Mm She, um, okay, let me get my thoughts together. I think that Sheena has a point when she's like, I've seen Katie and Lala be bullies. They've been bullies. That is true. (laughs) They used to be so mean to Sheena. They used to be so mean to her. And so for her, it's for Raquel kind of used that history Mm -hmm. and was like, well, this is how they're being to me. And she recapped that girl's trip. She spun it really like conveniently yeah and this is where her calculation and manipulation is like so prevalent and i think you're right i think it goes back to her parents i think she has like super manipulative parents and she has learned that this is the way to go through life but i think that Tina actually had i think she i think the package that raquel gave to sheena was just perfect for Mm -hmm. to perfectly fitting Sheena's like kind of preconceived notions about 
Lala and Katie. I think it just yeah. fit the narrative perfectly. And that's where I'm like, this is where Raquel is really dangerous is she saw it, she knew what the kind of like soft spots Sheena had. She take her side and pick at that. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. So I actually like, I think that, and I think it is big of Katie to accept that apology, but I do mm. think that Katie sees that. I think that Lala doesn't like to hear that, but Lala doesn't like take accountability for anything ever, which that's just who she is and that's fine. But Katie yeah. is, is more sensitive. And so I think it, that Katie like really saw like the way that Sheena was manipulated and the way that she made her look like an idiot on national television. At the end Absolutely. of the day, Katie and Lala kind of get vindicated and then they kind of come out looking, you know, smart. And like, they were the ones that Sheena were like, looked so her. bad. Sheena looked, <laughs> Sheena looked like the biggest idiot besides like the yeah. Tom and um, Raquel looked the worst and then shorts and then, then Sheena. Sheena. <laughs> And so that's tough, like, for her to come out, like, with egg on her face just because she was trying to be a good friend. I think that Katie and Lala see that. So I – and I understand, like, where, you know I, – I totally understand that Sheena trying to set up Schwartz and Raquel was out totally out beyond out of line. But yeah. um, I also do think that Raquel and Tom – both manipulated Sheena a lot this season and I think it was hard to watch honestly when Sheena finally got him together oh yeah at her house together I'm just like pack him up bitch and she she was like you need to leave I have to make big food for my for my baby yeah she was like you're sick with like the the handography with those nails she goes you're (laughs) sick I was like, I love me some Shishu. I always have. Me too. She's always been my favorite because I think, number one, she's really open about the fact that she wants to be famous. She likes being famous. Like, Mm -hmm. I I appreciate that. And then, because I remember when Ariana first came on, she's like, I don't want to do reality TV. Like, she was above it. And she has always been like, I love this shit. Like, like, you know, fill me up. This is why I signed up. Yeah. And then I also like that she's like kind of like unapologetically cringe. She's like, yeah, I'm like a little bit cheesy sometimes, but what of it? You know, I think that's cool. The crop top wedding dress. Yeah. Go off. Whatever. Who cares? I love your wedding. Sheena is always just like, she's just so unintentionally funny. Yes. And like the one season where they had like those two new racist bartenders and the one boring blonde girl. Fucking Dana. I hated Dana. And then what were their names? Their names were like Max and Brent or something like that. Yeah. They had my my poor Shishu doing arts and crafts with those losers (laughs) while everyone else was on like vacation because they didn't want to hang out with her. I'm like, you guys are so mean. Why is Sheena doing arts and crafts with these like 20 year olds? I'm like, this is so stupid. I know. They were really hard on Sheena after her divorce. It seemed like, and I think that that might be why she's a little bit like more um, sympathetic toward Tom than Katie because of the way she mm-hmm. was treated after her divorce. She was kind of yeah, like yes. cast out. Even though it was just Shay. <laughs> like, I know. I know. And like, and a lot of people, I've seen people on the internet like be really mean about the fact that she like quote unquote like aired out Shay's like addiction on the show but it's like he was like leaving her home alone for days and disappearing and not responding to her like exactly allowed to talk about it yeah yeah it's her life too 
I like feel really like defensive of her over that because it's oh like, yeah, it's like they're it always sucks. trying to blame the woman. Yeah, it's like she's not airing out like her his addiction. She's showing that she was tricked into marrying somebody who had hid these issues. And then as soon as they got married, he fucked off and left her at home alone for days at a time. That is, it's her life. She's allowed to share that. She can say whatever the fuck she wants to say. Yes. God. Okay. So going back to Raquel's like weird, like affect, Andy said on his show that he thought that Raquel was possibly medicated at the reunion. I could see that she put, took a little, like a little Zanny. Yeah, Maybe, like a little something, but but I even still, it's still really cold. Like I, because I listen. Both my me and my husband are prescribed Xanax. I know how that works, and it still that seemed really subdued. Yeah, I don't think because he's been interviewing her for like years. Yeah, so he would know. Yeah, like, I don't know what the fuck he's because I could kind of see that, but then again, like. I'm a Prozac girly, but we don't like, <laughs> that's not how you act. Right. Really. Yeah. You, it's she more like even tired. Like, yeah. It's like, was just like weird. <laughs> yeah. She, was she, should on, she should honestly just like, if she doesn't feel bad, don't try to act like you feel bad because it's not working for her. So yeah. Switch her, switch her stance and be like, I, I don't feel bad. Yeah, she should have just leaned into being like the total villain because she could she could not even feign emotion. I mean, her yeah, the you way can't she fake just it. Staring at Ariana while she was sobbing, I just that was the weirdest thing. They're like cutting from Ariana crying to Tom crying to Rachel just looking at Ariana. I'm like, what the fuck? It was so weird. It was so weird. Okay, also the Raquel to Rachel or Rachel to Raquel name change is insane to me learning that it was just because she had two other Rachels in her first grade class. She was like, I'm going to start going by Raquel. That is the dumbest shit ever because as a nineties child, you know how many fucking Courtney's and Taylor's oh and Lauren. like Lauren's that I went Katie. to school with. Yeah. So many. It's just Caitlin's. like, and that's just the way it is. Like that is the if you have a like relatively common name, you're gonna have other people in your class with your name. But the fact that she changed it and never changed it back, but also the fact that her family calls her Rachel. Yes, that is it's just crazy. And then I saw some people trying to compare um, the Lala. calling her. Raquel to Rachel saying it's like the same dead thing naming. As, as dead naming. I'm like, no. Yeah. Calling a trans person by their dead name is like terrible. Because it's also calling, misgendering them. Yeah, it's misgendering. Not calling this stupid bitch by her actual name. Yeah, by her government on, name. Yeah. Yeah, that's not like, I, it would be dead naming if she had legally changed. If she had legally changed her name from Rachel to Raquel and her family called her Raquel, then I would have more sympathy. But it's like, no, this is just a name that you gave yourself because you decided you wanted to sound like more refined, which is just so like, I think it speaks to her, like the, uh, I guess like enabling of Mm -hmm. her by her parents where they're like, sure, you can go by whatever you want at school, but we're just still going to call you Rachel. Like, cause okay. Quick personal anecdote. My aunt 
her name is Shane and she didn't like opposite story she didn't like having like a different name as a kid so she would like tell her teachers to call her Stephanie and so my grandma would have to like go up to the school and be like do not call her Stephanie her name is Shane and like don't don't not Stephanie (laughs) yeah she was like don't give in to her like weird like decision to change her name so it's weird I think knowing that her parents were just like okay like that's cool yeah totally fine like because the puppy's like you do whatever you want to do at school but back here it's same thing the whole like Lauren and Lala thing her brother yes and it's like (laughs) excuse me a nickname yeah, her brother literally calls her Lala because she, he couldn't say Lauren when he was little, which is yeah. normal. Like, my siblings called me Sissy when I was younger because Kiera is a really hard name to say <laughs> when you're, like, two. Yeah. And so, and, like, I called myself Rara because I couldn't say Kiera. So there are people I know from my childhood who still call me Rara, but, like, that's normal to have a childhood mm-hmm. nickname, but it like is derived from Lauren. It's not, she's not named Lauren with an E and then changed it to Lauren with a Y to sound cooler. Yeah. Like that is weird. <laughs> and it's, and it's kind of like, when you think about it, the fact that, that this first grade girl yes. like in her first grade mind was like, you know what I'm going to do? I need to be I'm going to change my name to something yeah. else. Raquel. Yeah. Like that's like kind of, odd to think about like a, a first grade girl's mind doing that yes. Like, mm. yes I think that that shows her like really like competitive nature with other women and feeling like she needs to like be somehow like special like I I think that that I, that was a good point the one good point that Lisa Vanderpump made was she was like it's like you're like competing in a pageant and like competing with all of these women and she's never won anything. Yeah. Apparently her old pageant coach went on a podcast and said that she actually did win like Miss Orange County or something. Um, Great. Groundbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, I guess she has won like a bigger, like, and by winning, I mean, she placed because oh. really like, I think that those like, I think Okay, I don't know a lot about pageants, but when you're competing for like Miss something county, it's easier than competing for like the city or the state. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, and when they said that, I was like, really? Because my sister like signed up for like a Miss Texas pageant and just was given the title of Miss Denton County to compete. So I'm like, so did she actually win? Or did she, was she just like kind of given that as like to represent the county? Yes. Like again, yes, technically competing against other people, but more in like a resume situation, not like Mm. actually competing in the pageant. It's like you submit. Yeah. You want to compete. And then they're like, yeah, you get this title to compete in. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit fuzzy there on her pageant background, (laughs) but I do think, first of all, I think it's also bananas and sorry if there are any pageant girls listening to this, but I think over the age of like 22 doing pageants still is so insane. Yeah. I didn't think you were allowed to do that. So there's like different pageants. There's like the, yeah. Yeah. Different tracks because (laughs) really like the, the benefit of doing pageants really is for like college money. So when you're doing it like in high school, you get a scholarship or something. So it makes sense. But 
past college, it's like, what are you doing this for? Yeah, like, well, what about like the Miss Universe? Do they get, is that just to be like Miss Universe? Yeah, so I think you do get a cash prize for like the really big ones. And then you also like, like you do all these like events and appearances and it's kind of a good like foot in the door to like entertainment. So if you want to be a model (laughs) or like you want to like professionally like sing or like something like that and you're trying to get discovered that way that also makes sense but she's on a reality tv show she has been discovered right so you don't need to keep doing that yeah yeah she was crying to peter about <laughs> aging out of so weird and P- peter's facial journey when that was happening was so funny he was like oh is she serious she's really crying because she was also like kind of smiling while she was crying she like doesn't know how to cry. Same as like Sandoval. Sandoval's crying oh my God. makes me so uncomfortable. Like when he was crying in, at Lisa's house, oh I God. was like scared for her. Like, is he gonna get me violent? Too. Like yeah. he was just like the way he cries is just makes me so uncomfortable. Because he's, he's like, like mimicking what he sees other people do, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like manufacturing like tremors. Like I, I hate yeah. when he like convulses because it's yeah. like nobody does that. He's like shaking and then he's like sniffling and then he's like, I'm so sorry. That's why I loved when James was like, pull your fucking self together. <laughs> it was so funny. Get your shit together, man. Come on. He's like, you're not the victim here. <laughs> he's like, stop blubbering. <laughs> Amazing. James was a 10 out of 10 performance at the reunion. I actually oh. usually get really pissed off at him at reunions. So, but this was a 10 out of 10 performance from him. Oh, I love James at, at the reunion because he was just not letting him breathe. And even Tom was like, when he was talking to Raquel, he was like, James is just not letting me talk at all. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, you actually shouldn't fucking talk. Like, you should shut the fuck up because everything coming out of your mouth is a lie. Or super misogynistic, which is what I yes. want to talk about next, which the t shirt comment, the IUD comment, um, both of those, and calling Ariana a motherfucker. Um, but I specifically want to touch on first the t-shirt comment and then we'll talk about the IUD comment next. But so the t-shirt comment, I mean, when he said that Stuart and I were both watching live and we just like looked at each other with like wide eyes and like a jaws agape. And we're just like, I can't believe he just said that. And I immediately go, that was the comment. That's the comment. Everybody was talking about him saying something awful in this episode. That was it. I like my jaw hit the ground when he said that. And I was like, this motherfucker, even Schwartz, Schwartz his head, head in, his, in hand. his hands. Like it's, it's just so disgusting, especially the things that he knows that Ariana has issues with. That's why I feel mm-hmm. like when he, it kind of goes back tied in together so that Ariana threatened to kill her, herself. Yep. He's like weaponizing her mental health and the mm-hmm. issues that she has confided to her partner about against her like that shit is fucking disgusting like he is that was so gross Mm -hmm. and so like vile and mean it just and so flippantly like he said it like it was nothing and i think he said he said that as though it was going to help his case i think that's the like most shocking thing about it to me is he didn't even realize how gross of a comment that was like he didn't even realize that he was like 
throwing a dagger. He thought he was just kind of like saying a throwaway comment that might make him look a little better. Like, see, I don't get good sex from her. So I had to get it somewhere else. Don't you see? Like, it was so, it was so weird because of that. But also, um, I thought it was really interesting on this Secrets Revealed episode. I was going to say that. Yes. That they brought up um, Ariana talking about sex candidly and saying like that she likes to do it in the butt. And it's like, clearly she's She's not some prude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that that he apologized to Schwartz. Yeah. After he said it, he goes, he goes, sorry, Schwartz and like tapped him on the back. Like what the fuck? And you, you apologize tell to that her. Schwartz was just done with him after that. I think I think mm-hmm. that comment was really what made Schwartz go like, maybe this person shouldn't be in my life. Yeah. The fact that like even Lala was like, see, he's gonna say this shit to you, mm-hmm. Raquel. Because if, if that was Can my I- like boyfriend talking to women like that, oh my god, I'd be I'd like be so embarrassed. What the fuck? No, done. Bye. And she made no again. No emotion from her when he said that comment. Like, no, like, no, like, what the fuck was that? No, like, like, you know what Schwartz did, like, putting her face, her hand over her face. She was just like, yeah, that's it. That's why I felt sorry for him. Like, she was like. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, she, like, bought into it the way that he intended everybody to. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is so, like, bananas. But I think it shows, like, the way that, why he likes her. You know, because she's probably just like, yep. See, this is what he was telling me about Ariana. Yeah, like, co- like she honestly probably was co-signing. Like, yeah, he 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 told me that just a t-shirt, and that's it. And I'm sorry, but like, there are ways around a t-shirt. Also, if you like want her to take her t-shirt off, why don't you take it off for her? And maybe yeah. like tell her she looks good because he she talked about I think it was on Call Her Daddy she was like nobody she he never like complimented my body he never like made me feel beautiful he'd say that I like looks good in an outfit but he wouldn't like say like you know I love your ass or I love whatever yeah he wouldn't say any shit like that so wh- of course you're gonna have her t-shirt on after she has talked to you about her body issues and her previous boyfriend who made her feel so terrible about her body mm-hmm. of course she's gonna. I, he was that really just made me want to like go through the fucking TV. Yeah, I mean, and like Andy's face when he said it, just being like, it was like, yeah. like he didn't even like nobody even felt bad for Ariana because they were just like, you just buried yourself. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like, like you're, you're done. Done. You could just leave. Honestly, yeah. you're done. Yeah, that was crazy. So then, the IUD comment nobody actually heard in real time until it aired. Oh my God. If Lala would have heard that comment. Oh yeah. It would have gone off the rails. Honestly, if she had heard that comment, I don't think he would have made the t-shirt comment. I think he would have been like eviscerated so much by that, Mm -hmm. that he like wouldn't have even like said it. But I, so the IUD comment I think is really interesting because a, it shows that he doesn't know anything about women's birth control as though, no, as if you just pull your IUD out yourself. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you want to die, you can die. Yeah. But, um, like, they dilate you, you idiot. They simulate birth. They literally dilate your cervix like two or three centimeters to get that thing in and out. Exactly. He was just trying to make a dig at Lala. That's the thing. If you're going to say some shit, say it with your full chest. With your chest. Don't be a bitch about it. He was like, yeah, like m- mumbling under his breath and looked over. Because Lala's Instagram story the day after, uh-huh. 
was just like, if I would have fucking heard that shit, yeah, I would have punched that motherfucker in, in the face or tried to. I was like, yeah. Well, and it shows that, like, not only, like, his, you know, feelings towards women, but his feelings towards kids as well. And he's the one who's been, like, pressuring Ariana to decide that she wants kids for the past exactly. 10 years. And it's like, well, this, I think, shows how you really feel about having kids because you continue to, as Lala said on her Instagram stories, like, diminish the conception of this human being like that is that baby is a human person (laughs) exactly he he like can't grasp the fact that it's like regardless of what happened with lala and randall that little girl matters and you're just like saying like throwing random fucking comments about her because you don't get it you wanted ariana to have a baby so bad just like for no reason yeah he's I don't like the way it kind of reminds me of the way like Larsa Pippen is about like Nicole's kids being quote unquote out of wedlock. Oh yeah. I remember that. You know, it's like, it's so weird the way that people like kind of diminish the conception of children and like kind of like dismiss children who are born Mm -hmm. from like not a marriage. And it's like, I don't understand like what that is about. (laughs) I'm just like, why are you bringing kids in? Like, I I don't know. I just, I, if this was housewives, they'd be like, don't talk about my kids, you know, immediately. Don't talk about the kids. Don't talk about, that's the thing too. Like don't, especially like if you're bringing up kids who are like under 10. Oh yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you bringing up this like baby? Yeah. Kid is two years old. (laughs) Yeah, leave the baby out. Like, what is, what did the fucking baby do to you? Like, what is your problem? Yeah, very, very weird. Okay, so one more thing I want to talk about, or there are a couple things, but um, about the reunion specifically, the TRO and how that kind of like shifted things. I felt like, okay, I'm going to ask you. What do you think Raquel's intentions were behind the temporary restraining order? I think, because I don't think Sheena like punched her. I I just no, think she I think probably, she her. I think honestly, she told her parents what happened and her parents were like, you're doing this. Interesting. Like, I, cause I feel like her parents have a bigger hold on mm-hmm. her than what people think. I, yeah. Cause I feel like, because I'm from like the old school days of Housewives and reality t- t- TV where you can throw hands yeah. and you don't get like the police or like the cops in- involved in any way. Yeah. So I honestly think that she told her parents and they were like, well, we're, we're, we're filing this now. Interesting. I wonder, I guess I just wonder what like she or her parents thought they were going to get out of it, like how that would help her case. Just yeah, because she more sympathetic. Sheena's not harmless, so there's no need. No, sorry, Sheena is harmless. There's no need for her to like put out that restraining order. I, and honestly, if I was Sheena, I'd be like, this is a way to hurt her. Yeah, and I think maybe like having the restraining order would be a way for her to feel for the world to consider her more of a victim. Yeah, I think I think that's probably true but that's also why i'm like why did she go sit down for that final interview do you think that it helped her or hurt her i feel like the 
the second in interview that did help because she just let everything out because i feel like if she would have just stayed silent and not said anything people would have done their own assumptions thinking like oh Raquel is too scared she's hanging out with Sandoval all the time I feel like she had to set her piece and like say what was on her version because honestly letting Sandoval talk is not working because Ariana was was right Sandoval needed to be coached yeah for interviews because when he's just like by himself it doesn't work because Ariana even said, I always had had to be like, no, what he means is this. What he yep. means is that. But by himself, and Raquel certainly can't fucking help. Mm-mm. We're trying to get the words out. Yeah. Like, and they're cut from the same cloth, really. Right. Something that I also found interesting was that they both say that they're in love. But to me, it's very obvious that they are not. Yeah. Was that like a, maybe like a, a stunt to be like, well, like we didn't mean for things to happen that way, but we're in love. So and people like, oh, well, even though it didn't work out with Tom and Ariana, they're in love. So I just, you know, like the like little you, stunt thing. It just wasn't, yeah. I don't think they're in love at all. She does not like him because he's, he's over her. Obviously. They're just horny is what it seems like. Like it yeah. seems like they did have like some good sex and then just like kept having good sex, but like seeing their, one-on-one like after the news came out that was so uncomfortable he wouldn't kiss Uh, her on camera and then when called her ariana yeah (laughs) and she just laughed and then when um when they were like outside the trailer and he was like trying to talk to her off camera like even then like they're they don't have any kind of chemistry no and like the only reason why he wanted to talk to her was so he could like tell her what the fuck to say yeah yeah, because he had an idea, but that probably just would have crashed and burned anyway. But I guess I so you don't think that they even believe that they're in love. You think that it's just like something they're saying to make themselves sound better. I don't think they're in love at all. I totally a way to sound better, especially like R- Raquel, because she even said when Tom is in her apartment, I, I could see in her face. She's like, yeah, like if my boyfriend cheated after 10 years, I wouldn't want to be with him either. And then Tom was like, wait, what? (laughs) It was, that was, everything she says is so strange. I like, I always just like, kind of like cock my head and and squint my eyes when she speaks. I'm like, I don't understand. She's just, I mean, the whole thing is really insane. And I really can't wait to see like what happens next. I know that they just picked up filming for season 11. Oh yeah. And everyone's back. Yeah. And everyone's back, um, which is fascinating to me. I am. Right. I don't know how they're going to like get them all together. Like, I don't know what kind of events are going to have to take place. I guess they're all going to have to be like Lisa Vanderpump events. Like, I think that Lisa is going to be really integral now. Like she's been, she's kind of been, you know, not important to the last couple seasons of VPR, but now I think she's actually going to be the only way to get all of these people in the same room again. Exactly. Even with like Sandoval and Schwartz, like getting them, even though they have the business together, but like getting them together because Ariana doesn't want to obviously be around Tom and Raquel. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be interesting to see how they're all going to get together and how the drama is going to pan out. Like with the reunion too, like are they going to be sitting at the same like 
room together. Like it's gonna be interesting to see. And I really want more of Allie. James. I love Allie. I love her. She's great. I really like her. And okay, uh, about the Allie thing, I really didn't like the way that Tom was trying to um it seemed like exaggerate a story about um Allie and James to make it seem like James was like yelling at Allie and grabbing her arm and stuff when James's story does make sense to me saying like that he was just like yelling like that he wanted to go home but not yelling at her yeah Um, yeah he was trying to throw a stone at James yeah and it's like we know that James throws fits exactly he just wanted to go home and he's like yeah he was screaming at her and grabbing her and he was like no I would I wanted her out of there because you guys were being fucking monsters. I was screaming because I wanted to go home. And I feel like he was doing that because he was mad at Allie and James because they saw yeah. Tom and Raquel at the yeah. Abbey. Well, and then tried to say that they all went together. And Allie's, and Allie's like, no. Like, that's not true. <laughs> Allie's like, no, we saw them there. That's not what happened. It's so weird the way that they lie even after they get caught in their lies. That is exactly that's the sign that's the sign to me of a truly dangerous individual is when you catch somebody on their lies and they continue to try and gaslight you or they continue and try to like make their lies sound credible. It's that to me is like this the mark of like a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not Allie's like that's just not true at all and also one of my favorite things about Allie is how she recognized Sheena from the Jonas Brothers yeah. music video I was like oh my god I <laughs> love you girl because like, she was that's pizza girl. <laughs> I love that and I love that Sheena did that I'm going to see the Jonas Brothers next month um so Raquel has now been in this facility for over two months we're like working on three months what do we mm. what do we think we're gonna see from Raquel once she exits this facility um because I wonder if they've been able to like, you know, negotiate contracts with her while she's in there. And I wonder what kind of work they're doing with her. I wonder like, cause she's been in there a long time. I did not I know. expect this. And is she hiding? Is she hiding or is she really getting treatment? I feel like what she's going to come out is she's going to do like an apology tour. Maybe if they've done like the right work, but I also think she might like, I can see it now. The very first episode, she's going to be like, I wrote Ariana a handwritten letter and Sheena apologizing and they never responded. And you're going to have, you're going to have these like loser bitches. You're going to be like, see, they could at least respond to her letter. Yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that. She's going to get like some sympathy. She goes, I even reached out to Katie and Lala to, to, to grab a drink and they didn't respond to me. Like she's going to try to be like the victim. Yeah. Trying her best. I am real excited to see Raquel and Lala back on my screen. I used to really like, I went through a phase of like hating Lala because of how mean she was to Raquel. Um, mm. And now I feel like I'm glad she bullied her. <laughs> exactly. Cause I did feel, feel bad too. Cause I'm like, Lala, like what you, you know, you're being like a total bitch to this poor girl and poor Raquel, I use that as a past term, how I used to feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. She would attempt to kind of stand spar. up to herself yeah. with Lala and spar. And Lala was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> but, and then just like Raquel would leave with like her tail like tucked between her legs. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> yeah. walk back. 
just totally defeated. It was crazy. I mean, so I'm really excited about what's to come. Um, and I mean, it it makes sense that they're already filming. They always fill film in the summer. So mm-hmm. like I think this makes a lot of sense. I am really interested to see her um, mental health journey. I wonder if we'll get like a Jax Taylor kind of season where she's like going to therapy a lot and like Reiki and, you know, mm. like she's like oh God, on yeah. this like spiritual journey for all of season 11. That that would be interesting. Do you <sighs> think that Jax and Brittany are going to come back? People keep saying. Um, I would rather have Jackson Brittany back than Stassi and Bo. Um, so if, if mm-hmm. Jackson Brittany come back, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't really know how, how they'll fit into this narrative. Honestly, like exactly maybe as like friends of, they might do some like, I, but I can't see them being like on the reunion chairs again. No, like they will be a friends of, and it'll be just like Brittany. Yeah. Being a friend of, because I'm, I mean, maybe Tom Schwartz and, and Jax, because Jax right. has been like, on Sandoval's neck the entire time. Yeah, but I can see like Jackson Schwartz becoming close again. I could see mm-hmm. that for sure. But yeah, I can I can see them like coming on here and there, but being more of like an alley that's just kind of yeah. like brought in and then leaves. I don't think we'll see them as like core members of the cast again. Just yeah. because I don't really they seem to like live like a, a separate life from everybody else, but I'm, like, so disinterested in Stassi and, like, the way that she keeps trying to, like, insert herself into this narrative has annoyed me. The way that she, on her entire podcast, talked about herself. Yes! <laughs> How she like, was at least, triggered. Yeah, at least Dodie, like, talked about, like, you know, the relationship with Tom and, like, <clears throat> Ariana, whatever. She, like, talked about the scandal. She spilled tea. Yeah, she spilled tea. Stassi just talked about herself the entire time. I'm just, like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then her podcast with Christina Kelly was enlightening because I guess that like galaxy scene, they like showed her them Mm. talking shit about her. And that's like what kind of like sparked that next day conversation, Um, which is interesting because I guess they like never do that because it makes it like just like it takes away the realness of it. So I guess they had like they had it out with like one of the producers, which that's oh shit, yeah. Okay, I want to switch gears now and talk about OC because a lot of things are happening there. I love OC. My girls are back, and OC <laughs> is just fun drama. OC is the one I've yes. been watching since I've been twelve years old. Yep, and it's just like so much fun, even though Tammy Sue is back yeah. in full way <laughs> let's talk about tam tam's God. triumphant return <laughs> with with like the soul of vicky gumbelson inside of her she that boat scene she was oh my God. wasted wasted and calling <laughs> um shannon a drunk and the i mean shannon i mean that is kind of fair but tamra oh, you wow, got your drunk <laughs> When Tamara was like, I'm going to go overboard. And Shannon was like, good, do it. Yeah, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And so I've actually always been like a huge Shannon hater. Like I really dislike Shannon. (laughs) And like, but during that scene, I I just kind of like totally switched sides. And I also used to really like Tamara, but the way that she is like always coming for Teresa, even though she was like kind of clout chasing before she got hired back and then also like i hate that she has a podcast with teddy 
I hate Teddy. I oh, hate Teddy so much. One of my friends keeps asking me. She keeps telling me, Devin, you need to listen to, to Tamara and Teddy's podcast. I go, I would never no. listen to one second of that woman's voice. I will not put money in that bitch's pocket, like, period. So, so yeah, I don't even – I don't fully understand, honestly, like, the beef between Shannon and Tamara. Like, what is it? So, like, I guess – because even Heather Dubrow said it. She's like, on the show, they were such really good friends. Mm-hmm. But once Tamara wasn't on the show anymore, they weren't friends anymore. Okay. So basically, Tamara is mad at Shannon just for just not being a good friend and not responding to any text messages and like ghosting her, which I guess would not cause this kind of reaction. But that's what Tamara is mad about. Okay. And how, like, Tamara always, like, brings up herself. No, how Shannon always brings up herself when Tamara's talking to her. Well, I believe that. (laughs) Yeah. And that's always been, like, a fight with Tamara and Shannon, like, since the beginning. How Shannon would would call Tamara at all hours of the night. And when Tamara would, would call Shannon, Shannon just wouldn't answer. Got it. I guess, like, okay. I guess the the argument just seemed to go so left that I think I just like couldn't even grasp like what the core problem was. Um, because yeah, Wasted. it's just so it, it went so sideways. And Tamara also is back. So she wants to put a little fire in the furnace for orange County. But I was like, Tamara, you need to chill a little bit. Cause Shannon is, my husband's like, Shannon is such a dope. Like, I just like, <laughs> it's like, she's just so just goofy. It just yeah. like, <laughs> the, but then you could totally tell because on the boat scene, Jen is talking mm-hmm. about her the adoption with her son and everyone's like listening. And then Shannon's like, oh, is that John's son? Oh my God. Oh my God. And everyone's just like, Shannon, like, she's literally talking about something very like emotional Heavy. for her. And Shannon's yeah. just like, not even oh are those seals oh yeah. is that everyone's just like what the fuck are you doing well, <laughs> yeah, that's always been my problem with shannon is like if a, the attention isn't a hundred percent on her like she's gonna be a bitch like a little five-year-old and it just yeah. it kills me but also i did i kind of like sided with shannon when she was like well this is just Tamara like trying to be relevant again she knows if she talks about me in the press that mm-hmm. like she'll start to get attention and I think that she's right that's why yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't even really grasp like what the problem was because I was like it to me it sounds like Shannon or Tamara's just running her mouth about Shannon all over town kind of like unprovoked it's like so did you like she didn't respond to your text one time and like you went to radar and you're gonna online. go on like a fucking like press tour yeah and, like <laughs> talk about the podcast because you didn't respond to the text all right like, yes. that's literally all it was. That is really what it seemed like. So that's why, like, when it, like, got really heated, I was like, is this still – are we still talking about the same thing? Um, but I I want to talk about the iconic Taylor Armstrong making a city hop. Yes. I love Miss Oklahoma Taylor Armstrong. <laughs> I am so happy she is back. Me too. Because she really tore up the girls' trip everyone she's back on everyone's tv screen she's been in orange county for a while yeah and i just love taylor and even she was getting a little spicy in there too with the with the the boat trip and i was like taylor armstrong is a very underrated housewife she is also been through some of the darkest shit 
in housewife's history. And really had to like, like answer for it at her reunions, like us with Brandy and Brandy's yes. fucking crazy ass. Like she had uh, to answer to her husband, like beating her and then killing himself. She had to answer to that on a reunion. Yeah. Like, and, they, what and the- they were like, why would you write a book? Like right when your husband dies. And it's like, maybe cause he was a dick. <laughs> like you yeah, don't know. just exactly. because somebody died, does not immediately make them this like fucking mother Teresa figure. I hate when people are like, Oh, they're dead. So you have to talk about them. Like they were. Yeah. Like it's no Russell uh, was a dick. Everyone knew, <laughs> everyone knew that. And then killed her, killed himself, which is like ultimately the biggest, like if you're an abuser and then you kill yourself, it's usually because you want to punish that that person. Yes. And since she walked in with, I think Kennedy was with her when they walked in and found him hanging. It's just like another thing. Like that is some of the dark, Beverly Hills used to be dark. That is some of the darkest shit that has ever happened. And Taylor has came out on the other side. Great. And I love that she's like really like reconciled with her like body image issues and her mm-hmm. like all of that. I she's like shown a lot of growth as a housewife. So I really appreciate her being back on my TV. So let's talk about Jennifer um in general. I think it's it's strange to me the way this always happens on Housewives when like a friend of comes on and then the person that they're friends with like turns on them. Yeah. That happens all the time, especially with Lisa Renna's friends. Exactly. Um, but on, yeah, like Jennifer, Jennifer, I kind of like her, but it's it was always so weird to me because all the Orange County housewives kind of look the same. Yes. And so they got rid of Dr. Jen Armstrong last year, who was blonde mm-hmm. with the husband named Ryan. Yeah. And they have this new Jen who's blonde with a boyfriend named Ryan. I'm just like, wait, I thought we got rid of her. <laughs> I was like... My my husband cannot keep the Orange County housewives straight at all. He thinks all of them are Megan King. <laughs> and I'm Detective like, Megan gone. King Eggman. Yeah. Oh my God. So Jennifer has like a strange backstory, right? And they're all what I don't yeah. understand though is why they all care so much. Like I you hate Emily. Um I I hate Gina more than I hate Emily. Yes, I hate I hate Gina, and I understand that Emily gets like kind of lumped in with Gina, but I think they just like kind of have to stick together. But I didn't understand why Emily was like grilling Jen on her like the husband's her past. Yeah, Emily actually made me giggle the past couple episodes. <laughs> so I'm just like Emily, maybe just ditch your friend. Yeah, ditch and then we can lose. Be- <laughs> yeah, and then as Tammy does during the last episode, episode when emily was grilling her about her marital timeline yeah tamra made that face and jen's like don't make that fucking face and then tamra's like whispering even though they're on on their mic be on their mic be honest be honest like she doesn't have to she doesn't like especially about this kind of stuff like when it, it they don't she doesn't owe these women like the true backstory of her timeline when she's like just meeting them. It's such a yeah. weird thing. It's like, maybe she'll tell y'all in a year. Like, can you give her some time? Get to know when her. not the first, first like two weeks at me meeting you. Yeah. But even though Emily did have some points, she was like, oh, so you got your husband this job in Oklahoma yeah. and he was there the entire time and you weren't fucking this man. Yeah. And she was like, no. And Emily was like, 
okay. Like, well, <laughs> but the way she asked it was shady because she was like, did you just like get him out of there on purpose is kind of what she was asking. She was really saying like, did you send your husband away to fuck this man? Which oh, yeah. is more <laughs> insulting than insinuating that it just happened to overlap. She was like insinuating that she masterminded the whole thing. Emily was being so shady, but I was like, I actually kind of like you again now. Yeah. Dina still, like, I just, I, I just Emily's husband. Oh, Shane. Yeah. He's Shane. Yes. I loved when Kelly died. RIP. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when she was like, that fucking loser, the fucking twerp over there. And Emily's like, who are you talking about? She's like, that guy right there. <laughs> She's, She's like, like, that's my husband. Yeah. She's like, oh. I love that scene, but I love that she told him. I I actually do think that Shane was being a dick to Kelly Dodd. I hate Kelly Dodd. She's a bigot and an idiot. Yeah. But I do think that Shane was being rude to her then. Absolutely. And like Kelly Dodd, she is the worst person. Like the but the way she would have the girls rattled on yeah, the TV. Was awesome. Shannon, the way she had Shannon in hysterics at the quiet woman, and then was just laughing in the in the corner. The way she had Kelly. Not, not, not Kelly, Heather sobbing. Oh, in yeah. The limo oh, love because that. Because she, she called Shaden a cut. And she was like, she's so crass, Terry. <laughs> she's I crying about the C word. It. I loved it. But she could never come back because she's just a she's monster. terrible. And just getting worse. Okay, so how do you feel about Heather Dubro? I She's one of those that I go in and out on. I actually love Heather because she's just like, because I like my housewives rich. Yes. I need some wealth Opulence. on the show. Gina threw us off the curb. We need yeah. Heather back. And I just love their dynamic. She has little quips and everything. And her kids, I I was like, Nikki has gotten very cute. I was yeah. like, who who is this man? <laughs> but I, I, I have always liked Heather. I really have. Like she has that like kind of, like not the same kind of humor as them. And she always makes right. me laugh and she's like always down. Yeah. And she's very unapologetically like who she is. Like, no, she's not going to go to a charity event with Gina and Emily for that guy who sings that fancy, like that song or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like she's like, she's like, we're not going to, I'm not going to go to that. Yeah. Like I've always liked Heather. I, so the only times that I don't like her is when she's like judging people really harshly like, like crying about the C word. Like, I just can't oh, with you yeah. when you're doing that. Like, to me, I'm just like, uh, I roll all the way to the back of my head. Yeah. I just like, I like prissy. I like snooty. I like rich. Mm. I don't like judgmental. That's where yeah. it crosses the line. You can be snooty and snobby without being just a total judgmental, judgmental bitch. And just like, let them have their fun. Cause I do get that dude. I would like be like annoyed with Heather. Like when they were at, I think they were when she was shooting Hawaii Five O mm-hmm. with her, Vicky, Tamara, and I think Shannon was there too. They were getting drunk and having a good time. And, and Heather is like, oh no. Oh yeah, my. I hate that. Like, I'm just like, Heather, stop doing that. And then you will be top. Yes. And even though we, I hate Kelly, I always have to like preface this because she just has such funny moments when her, um, and her husband on their like weird little video thing said that Terry looks like Quagmire. <laughs> he does. I I have weird. I have mixed feelings about Terry too because sometimes he's just so like. I'm like, are you really like that? Or like sometimes I feel like the two of them are performing. 
Yeah, like a little shtick thing. And I also think Terry looks like um, Gwit, Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. Yes. And it's just like, I feel like I always kind of like have this weird thing because maybe because I don't have that kind of money. I always didn't understand how she was like, Terry, you have to stop working. You have to stop stop working. And he's like, yeah, I can stop working, but um, we'd have to move. You know how she how she was just like, you know she what I'm saying? To have her cake and eat it too. Yeah, like he can't do that. But then I I do get like her side too. But like you can like you don't have to do like 50 shows of botched. Like you literally make so much money. And but he's I older. Actually, yeah, he's older, and I do like Terry. Um, but I but something I feel is a little off. Like when they laughed in Nicole's face last season. Yeah, but she was like sobbing about like being sued, and, she, uh-huh. and he was like, "Hey, at least you dropped it." And they just like laughed in her face, and she's like having a nervous breakdown. I'm just like, these people are weird. They're a little like disconnected. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and that's kind of what yeah. I mean when I say sometimes like they seem like they're doing a performance. Like sometimes, literally, to me, I'm like, they seem like they're acting for the camera. Like it's, and I wonder if they're like this when the cameras are off because some people are like that, kind of like mm-hmm. always on. And those people freak me out because I'm just not the kind of person who's like always like on. I yeah, like with like the quips and everything, like all the time, twenty four seven. It's like oh, because let's pretend to not pretend. Let's like act like this like funny like jokey joke family. It's like Uh oh, Nikki, it's your turn. Yeah, Uh, Max, you say this. Like you know, like the whole thing about like she said that she's gonna get a hotel for like the water pressure yes and they made like a joke they're like doing like a back and forth banter i'm like you guys rehearse that yes exactly yeah sometimes i just am like i it feels uncomfortable watching them because i'm i feel like i'm watching a real family act yes (laughs) it's like very strange um but yeah gina okay i actually okay i want to talk about emily's bad kids too (laughs) kids are bad i hate misbehaved children on housewives and i don't you know me i don't even like kids on housewives unless they have some point in the plot yeah like i don't care seeing lisa barlow with her boys because she's so insane with them that it like adds to who she is the way that she like Mm -hmm. talks to her boys is like character development i feel like she's just as if she's just met them for the first time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like, they're like little, like they're her colleagues. Yes. It's like, I'm going to go grab, grab a Diet Coke. From you Taco go Bell. get it. Yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> extra ice. Yeah. The way that she just is like always like pimping them out is funny. To watch. <laughs> yeah. but, but like, yeah, her kids, when they were like in the car, they were just acting so bad and none of them are in car seats. The little girls like sitting in the front seat, way too small. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Yes. Like that's one thing I've always noticed, especially when like the twins, uh-huh. like, like, why are you like, I don't like the screaming and the yell. And, like same thing with like Gina and her, like, 75 kids yes I was gonna I I was gonna bring her and her kids up next but I just as I was about to talk about Gina Emily's bad kids in the car flashed in my head but so I do think that Gina's like co-parenting structure is interesting 
Um, oh yeah, with a mat just coming in and grabbing the kids. And I love how he's very comfortable with being on camera now. Yeah, maybe it's because he lost his job. I don't know if <laughs> if he did or not. Because at first he never uh-huh. wanted to be on on camera, and then the affair and the domestic violence came out, and now he's fine being on camera. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so like, weird. It's so backwards, and like. Why and how many kids does she have? They're all really close in age, right? She has three, but then Travis has three too. Oh, and they okay. all live together in that like two bedroom house. Yeah. <laughs> how did she even get on this show? I don't. That's the thing that the Orange County casting is so bizarre to me. It is. It really is. Okay, so let's talk about Roni and the new season that's coming out. Are you gonna watch? Oh, I'm going to watch. I have a soft spot for Ferroni. I'm going to watch it. I did, I've did. i been hearing some good things. I'm going to give it a shot. And then, of course, I'm going to watch the Sonia and Luann crappy lake thing. I'm, of course, going to watch that. But I'm excited for Ferroni. It's a different air, like different, like more like youthful, that diversity, different jobs. Um, what's her face? One of the, I forgot her name. She was on E! doing commentary for the Met Gala. Yes, which I, I was know. like, oh, that's everything. Like, I really like that. I yeah, I like that they're like actual like professionals. I like the younger vibe, um, but they're not too young because sometimes yeah. I like get annoyed when, um, like, the Gina casting was like kind of like, is she like thirty? Like, and Whitney Rose sometimes isn't the best housewife because yeah. she's so much younger than everybody else, and like you can really tell. Also, I just like feel like. I don't know. I'm really off of Whitney right now. <laughs> I'm just like give and her, her healing journey. Her healing journey. Somebody, I saw somebody say that um, they were like, Katie Maloney says heal just like Whitney Rose because they, it must be a Utah thing. Yeah, she does. Utah, yeah. My healing journey. I was like, Whitney, you got to stop. Yeah, <laughs> cut it out. Um, <clears throat> I I do love the demer- the diversity too because we've got an Afro Latina girl um who's like a creative director which is cool um and then we have a somalian model which is so cool um so uba is the somalian model and philanthropist and she fled to kenya with her dad and brother but later moved to canada um and that's where she was signed by a modeling agency so um she also has a hot sauce company (laughs) i'm like okay cool um and then we have erin who i guess she's israeli and is one of five children she's been a real estate agent or she became a real estate agent at 19 and now does home renovation and design with her own firm which is called homegirl which i love that's actually really cute i like that i love good branding her husband's an attorney um they live in tribeca so it's interesting that they also live in different parts of new york so we've got they, like Brooklyn. the Bravo account also docks them too basically what did you see how like oh yeah the Bravo account, like, like just dot them like where they live like okay to be fair so many people live on like one corner in new york oh yeah it's like it you know they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to find them you just oh, yeah. know kind of the corridor but so we've got brooklyn We've got what is this? We don't we don't know where Uba is, I guess. And then Aaron's in Tribeca. Jenna is she's the one that was doing 
the Met Gala, Jenna. Jenna. That makes sense. So she's the former president and executive creative director of J Crew. J, J, J Crew, yeah. I'm I'm excited. I mean, it's gonna be a fresh because. Roni, it was getting like, oh, they're going to get drunk. They're going to yell. Dorinda's going to yell at everybody. So we needed like a breath of fresh air. So I'm actually very excited for it. I will be watching. I am too. And I'm happy that the other, like the older cast is getting spinoffs. And then. Oh, yeah. Like the Jessel does what I do. Yeah. Yes. I love that. It's like just keep casting them on spinoffs. But so Jessel is, she does what I do. She's a fashion publicist and brand consultant. Um, And then she lives, do we know? I guess not. Um, And then Bryn, it says she's a trophy wife in training. Good for her. Doesn't do anything. It says she has a penchant for interior design, fashion, and hosting dinner parties from her small but mighty West Village apartment. Small but mighty means nothing. Yeah. It's like. Uh, it it's means a, Bethany Frankel season one. <laughs> oh, God. Or like when Luann went to Leah's house. <laughs> Luann was and like, that like. <laughs> yeah. But that. She goes, do you have a table or anything? Yeah. To sit? <laughs> I love Lou. Well, she is my favorite. She is. I love that woman. She's my favorite too, which is why I'm really excited for Luann and Sonia's spinoff at Crappy Lake. I wonder, like, I, it's basically the simple life, you know? Like, I'm so excited for it. It's so smart. They should do more of that. They, with like two housewives, like, sorry, I got some crazy feedback from one of the mics. (laughs) Move your boom arm. Is that me? I think it is. Let's see. Is that me? Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm going to turn mine off and then back on. Yeah, let me turn mine off. It's definitely you, but it's better now. It, did, it didn't stop when I muted, but it stopped when oh. you muted. <laughs> but it's better now. Are we good now? Yes. Okay. So anyway, they should do more of that where they like pair up two housewives that are friends and like send them to some remote location where they have to simple life it for a while. Oh yeah, especially like Lu- Luann and Ramona. Not 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 Luann and Ramona. No. Yeah. Luann and Sonia. <laughs> we don't need more of Luann and Ramona together on trip. They- that is one of my because they were so good on the first girls trip when before so they were even when they were still in New York. R- Ramona goes, "You're gonna have my back, right?" And Luann's like, "Yeah." Until you and say, say something stupid, and then she calls Kenya a bitch on the airplane going After to the island. Her Porsche twice, like oh, Luann left not her. A good look to confuse the dark skinned black woman women with another one. Yeah, he's not even there. Like, how do you even know? I'm I'm surprised Ramona even knew Portia's name. I know, probably because she's like the prettiest. <laughs> yeah, she's so pretty, gorgeous. Honestly, and probably... then I always forget how big her ass is until she like stands up. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know she's. I mean, all of the all of the Atlanta women are gorgeous, but there's just something about there's just something about Portia's beautiful face. I, don't know. I know <laughs> this is beautiful. Um, all right. I think that's all the Bravo news. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? I don't have anything else. What is 
what is Elsa's coming up? I mean, Jersey's done. Thank God. I yeah. I need a break from yeah, that. God bless. Um, God bless. Yeah, we just have Orange County now, and I'm watching Atlanta. Um, not much to report back. I know. <laughs> I I started it, and it wasn't very compelling. And I think they need a cast overhaul. I'm sick of Candy. I know that. I know that Bravo loves Candy. I'm tired of that. I lady. don't see. She's she's very nice. She seems nice. I just, she's boring. I just don't really see why she, they need to do some shakeup. I mean, I'm still going to watch, but there's nothing really to report back for, yeah. Atlanta, <clears throat> for Atlanta, like at all. I mean, Atlanta. the Kim Zolciak rumors may, if she comes back, but like, I don't know. That will, that will change things for me just because Kim is so chaotic. And I feel like that's what Atlanta's missing is like true, like unadulterated chaos. They all like yes. have too much class. <laughs> someone needs to be like messy even like marlo but she's messy but she's also like violent so they're just like we need someone who's just like gonna smoke cigs in in, in your house and have a and have wine with like a solo cup and you're like hey can you not smoke in here and she's like why yeah like, <laughs> shit like that like <laughs> yes. yes we need some like somebody need. who's uncouth but not like violent yes that's what we need but i don't even know what else is that's all i got yeah, that's all that's like on right now because it's summer, so that everybody's filming. Um, mo- I think I think most of the Housewives franchises film in the summer, other than Salt Lake mm-hmm. City, which does winter. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. All right, well, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you for being here, Devin. You're always absolutely. You are a fan favorite. Our episodes get listened to way more than when I'm just talking to myself. So (laughs) I'm available anytime. God bless. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We love you. XOXO. Bye. Bye. Stop.